0: Welcome to the Woman Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Lena.
1: And I am Tatiana. In this podcast, we talk about self-awareness, self-love, and all things woman, plus so much more. Join us for a deep and meaningful conversation. It's going to blow your mind.
0: Tatiana, how are you today?
1: Hi, Lena. I'm doing great. What about you? i'm doing good awesome i'm super high energy today so expect me talking
0: yeah i, I don't expect anything else
1: <laughs> yeah <No>
0: surprise there
1: <laughs> okay well it, it is definitely my thing i get it once the floodgate is open
0: like it, it cannot close <laughs> so yeah but you know like um all of us have some of our strengths, um, strong sides, and you recently asked me to give you five um, words to describe you, and that was no, one yeah. of, of them. So remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. That was a, actually such a fun exercise because I've asked a lot of people, and most people said exactly the same thing. Like maybe different wording, but it's pretty much the same. So that, that's interesting. That's interesting how people perceive me. In a, in the same way. Mm. Anyways, okay. So it's not about me um, today. We want to talk about a very important topic that we touched on, right? The the last time on our previous podcast about how to make habits stick. Um, we talked about self image. That all of the things we do, all of the things we. Um, you know, believe in and how we see ourselves, how we act, what decisions we make and choices, it all pretty much comes down to our self-image, right? And it doesn't matter how much action you're going to take. It doesn't matter how many habits you're going to implement. It doesn't matter how, like what results you want to achieve. You're not going to get there or it's not going to be sustainable unless you really change that self-image, basically how you view yourself. Right. Do, do you remember that? Do you do you agree that self-image is like the the root of everything?
0: Yes, um, for sure. I think and that's um, something where I would like to start with with the question. What is the meaning of self-image uh, for mm-hmm. you? So how you see it? Because um, I didn't read a lot uh, about this topic or listen to a podcast or audio books um, specifically, but I have my uh, in, um, my understanding about self-image and how I see it or how I work on it. Um, but probably I can pick up uh, your brain a little bit uh, on that <laughs> because I know you, um, you, you dived a little bit deeper um, on this topic. And I would love to hear your insights um, about this or um, mechanism about self-image. Um, so, and my first uh, question would be, what is the meaning of self-image?
1: Mm-hmm. Great question. So, I, I want to first talk about the book where you know I got the deeper understanding and knowledge about the self-image and how I've utilized the practices how to update my own self-image, right? So the book is called the Psycho-Cybernetics by, oh my gosh, Maxwell Maltz, Maxwell Maltz. Yes, that's the author. Highly, highly recommend. Such a wonderful book with scientific proof for those who need it and lots of woo-woo, basically what I need, right? <laughs> and um, what is self-image? Here, The author really goes deep into that. I'm not going to go that deep. Self-image is the subconscious programming that we have about ourselves, right? It's the accumulation of the subconscious beliefs that we have about ourselves and the world, right? How is it created? It's not always, it is created by choice. It starts in childhood, right? Even when you're a baby, you absorb everything and based on what you Um, observe and the different situation in your environment and the energy of your parents those small things all of those things actually create your self-image and you are not even aware because in the beginning we don't have a self-image we don't think about ourselves anything we're just here exploring the world and learning about the world and experiencing and having so much fun so we don't really have the identity right But with all the different experiences and the people around us, the energies and the vibrations around us, we start to build that self-image, basically, you know, the subconscious programming of thoughts and beliefs and about ourselves, right, who we are. And here's the thing, you know, obviously during the childhood, um, we're, we're not very aware, I would say, right? We are focused on the external world because we are learning and we are experiencing. That's why we came here, right? To experience. So we don't really pay attention to what exactly goes into our subconscious. And then it becomes clear only when we start asking ourselves, okay, well, why do I act like that? Why do I believe that? Why do I feel maybe inferior to some other people? Why do I compare myself to other people? Why do I feel maybe superior to other people, right? Only then we become aware that there is something within us that is guiding our actions and choices and how we view the world and ourselves. So that's pretty much what self-image is and it really rules our behavior. And if people want to change the behavior, It has to start with a self-image. It really has to start there because that's the foundation. People act according to their self-image. Just for example, if you you see a person who is like incredibly confident, right? He sees himself super confident, super entrepreneurial and successful, but he doesn't know much, right? He's not very like intelligent. He didn't go to college. He doesn't have PhD and things like that. But just because the way he sees himself, that is how the world is going to see him. And that is exactly what is he going to attract into his life. The situations and circumstances that will prove his own self-image to him. If he feels that he's very, believes that he's very confident and successful and he can achieve anything, well, guess what? That is exactly what the universe is going to give him. Just the proof of the fact that he's successful and confident. So it's not the other way around, where people gather the feeling of themselves of being confident from the outside sources. It comes from within, fir- from within first, and then the reality kind of reflects it back to you in the circumstances. Did that answer your question?
0: Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, mm. and um, I had some insights on that so basically you're saying you have for sure a positive or negative self-image or some uh, people have a um, negative or positive Mm -hmm. self-image so how to identify um, your positive or negative self-image and I can imagine um, some people have days where you probably um, see yourself pretty much positive and pretty much negative Mm-hmm. and my other question would be would you say there are different dimensions on um self-image so for example you know like um intellectual uh moral like uh body mm-hmm. so would you um define us in our, um different section and uh, i think if i so, so like i just imagine if someone uh, never thought about this concept of um, self-image, uh, would be probably overwhelmed. Uh, we'll say, you know, like, I don't know where to start, even what is self-image, like, mm-hmm. so that that can really um, start working with that.
1: So the first thing is to, yeah, actually, your first question is spot on, is like, how, how do you identify your self-image? How do you know wh- what is your self-image, right? You look at your life. You look at the results that you have created because all of everything that you have created up until this point is based on your self image. What do you believe about yourself? How you see yourself? So you look at your life, you look at, and our life is made out of different sections, right? There's health, there's success, there's relationships, there is uh, love, there's spirituality, all of this containers and compartments you may succeed in one, but you may struggle in the other one. So I can't really say that it is good, uh, appropriate to say that I have a bad self-image or a good self-image. Mm. Maybe in your family life, right? In your love life, you you have a wonderful self-image. Maybe you you view yourself as somebody who is loving and caring and giving and respectful. Um, and you really are able to connect with people. You are very authentic and uh, you have integrity, right? You view yourself like this, and then it shows up in your family life. So you're succeeding, you have a wonderful family life or relationships, and you know it's just people are thriving next to you. However, maybe in your career or financial area of life, you see yourself as well, not smart enough, I don't know. So Mm. as much as other people know, well, maybe I need to study a little bit more. I'm actually not that, uh, you know, bold or confident to show up and state my opinion. So I'll just keep it quiet. Right. Therefore, in your career life, it will show up. Maybe you will not be satisfied with it. Maybe you will try to change it, but you struggle. You make different attempts, like you take courses or Um, learn more and more, right? Because you feel like you need more knowledge. Well, guess what? You're still not going to be ready. You're still not going to be successful because that is your self-image. Maybe deep down, you see yourself as not a successful person. You see yourself as someone who is just not meant to be um, successful or a millionaire, right? And it is deep in subconscious. Okay, there's a difference between uh, there's a subconscious mind and conscious. Consciously, First of all, you need to consciously be aware of it. You need to understand that this is what's going on. It starts with the conscious mind. However, the change needs to happen in the subconscious because that is something that um, moves us, that drives us, that is in charge of us, right? It's that programming that is in charge. So first of all, you shed light to the areas that you don't like in your life. You shed light to the struggles that you have. Maybe it's your health. Maybe you're trying to be healthy, you're trying to build those habits, but you, you just, you can't, you keep falling back to the person that is laying lazy on the couch and just not inspired to work out, not inspired to eat healthy. Well, because you don't see yourself like that. If you mm. see yourself as a person who loves, absolutely loves salads, well, guess what? You're going to go and make a salad and eat it and enjoy it and love it because this is who you are, right? The salad is a part of you, it's, it's part of your self-image. However, if you, let's say you have a self-image where you eat anything that you want and you stay fit and active, if you truly, truly believe that, if after a piece of cake you have zero uh, emotions of guilt and like worry, oh my God, how many pounds and calories did I just eat? Well, guess what? You are going to eat cakes and be healthy and fit. Right. Because that is your subconscious belief about yourself. This is how you view yourself. Therefore, your subconscious is the one that regulates your body and it's going to send the signals to your body, to your cells, literally to eat up all of those calories and do not let any of them to go into your fat storage. Like Mm -hmm. literally your self image when it when it's about the body. Right. It regulates your body. It, It talks to your cells. Like the, the subconscious mind is, it's not in your head, first of all. Yes, it's called mind, but it's not in your head. Conscious mind is not in your head either, but um, brain is in our head, <laughs> but it's in your whole body, right? Every single cell is a, it has your subconscious mind in it, right? So it, you probably, have you heard the word embodiment? Yeah, sure. So the embodiment is basically when you feel with your whole body, right? The whole, because your whole body is the subconscious mind. When you feel with your whole body, every single cell, what you either desire or the outcome or what are you trying to achieve, you embody the future that you want to attract. It becomes your self-image. Basically, your cells are now believing in this. Your subconscious is believing in this. And therefore you act accordingly, you think accordingly, you make choices accordingly, right? But it ha- it, the embodiment has to happen first, which is basically the self image. It's the same concept, it's just different words. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can, um, we all have different self image uh, regarding different self image regarding every single area of our
0: lives. Okay. Thank you for um, this um, description. Uh, that's, that's really helpful. Um, I have a question uh, specifically, how do you identify uh, your self-image and um, probably shift it?
1: Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example of, my, of some of my experiences. Some of them I have done it unconsciously. Like I wasn't aware about self image concept and some of them I've done consciously. So I'll share both. Uh, One is that I believe I, I don't have communication skills. Like I can't communicate. I can't talk, especially in English, especially on the phone. That was like the worst thing ever for me. I used to work as a hostess and when the phone would ring, I was the last one. Like I was so terrified to talk. And when I talked, I was shaking. And then a couple of years later, I have enrolled in a course that involved talking on the phone. And I didn't know about it in the beginning. I found out later after I paid for it. So no choice there. Um, And I have realized, okay, well, this is is just doesn't, if I believe that I hate the phone and I can't talk and cannot talk on the phone, it doesn't serve me. It's not gonna help me make money like I wanted to. So what can I do to change that? And I've obviously I've listened to other people's stories that would prove the concept that, you know what, I was so terrified of speaking with people, but I overcame that by telling myself that it is safe to speak with other people and I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, and then I do it and I practice and then, holy shit, I can do it. So that's literally what I've done. I was not aware, but I had guidance, okay? I had other people Mm. telling me that possible. I had other people telling me and the coach actually telling me like, okay, This is what you believe about yourself, but it's a lie. Like, don't believe what you think. Limiting
0: limiting beliefs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because what are they doing? They're limiting you. You could have been making money by talking on the phone, but you're limiting yourself with this dumb belief that you don't talk on the phone. So, and what is belief? It is a self-image. It's what we believe about ourselves. Um, The conscious change of my self-image that I've done, it was the recent one, is about that I am a woman who really takes care of herself, who Mm. works out. I'm healthy. I'm active. I love, absolutely love taking care of my body. I enjoy taking care of my body. I enjoy taking care of my skin, um, even though they're maybe a year or two ago, I would be very conscious about like the pores in my skin. Right. (laughs) I know it sounds stupid, but we all come up with this stupid stuff in our head. So that was my stupid thing belief. I I had, you know, I, I started to get wrinkles and like, Oh my God, I need to do all of those procedures. My skin is like really being a little bit fucked up. Right. And then I was like, you know, I really hate to work out, but I have to because I need to keep myself in shape and I have to keep my sh- myself in shape, but I really don't like to. It's so hard. Oh, my God. All of those stories I have been telling myself because that's how I viewed myself, that I do not like to work out and I'm getting old and I'm getting wrinkles on my face, right? That's how I saw myself. But then I started to consciously change that. Like, wait a second. I don't want to think that about myself. I don't want that to be a part of my self-image. If I am, if my body is the reflection of my self-image and my life is a reflection, what, I, what do I want my body to be like? Well, I want to have a glowing skill, skin. Okay, well, I'm go- I am I started to tell myself every single day in the morning that I have a glowing skin. And there you go. It's <laughs> part of my uh, self-image, right? I'm just, I do have a glowing skill, skin, period. Well,
0: yeah, well, and then, you know, like, I remember how many people uh, told you or uh, left a comment like, oh, you're so glowing, your skin's so glowing, like, um, <laughs> I did too, <laughs> so there, there's a proof that that's working. Yeah, but it, it, I, I
1: intentionally changed my self-image around that. I went to a dentist recently, and she looked into my mouth, she's talking with me, and like, instead of complimenting me on my teeth, she's like, you, you have such a nice skin, I'm like, well, thank you very much. What about my teeth? <laughs> so uh, apparently I have to work on the self-image about my teeth. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that proves the point that if you view a certain part of yourself or characteristic or a personality trait in a certain way, you get confirmation later on, right? From becoming that. So that's the self-image. That, that's what I've done with now I work out it's, it's so easy to me actually I've been I'm, I've been doing like crazy jumping and stuff and I was like why was it so hard for me back then why mm. this specific workouts I do the um, Shanti he's a little crazy guy why these workouts were so terrifying for me back then and now I can like jump and I feel great mm. well because my self-image is like I, I love working out I'm very high energy I have a lot of energy and also I have I'm strong like my legs are strong something like that yeah. right
0: you but know I'm like with- that's mm-hmm. that's like mind um, over matter challenge you know um
1: what, what is mind over matter
0: <laughs> so you basically um you're not focused uh, focused on your body and um mm. yourself that's hard I cannot do it or i have to push myself to do it it's uh your mind like mind and subconscious yeah mind work and it's over matter so that's how Mm -hmm. you don't experience this exercise it's not so hard anymore yes mm, i love it so
1: when when you want to change your self-image it's really about not convincing your mind I don't I don't want to say convincing because there is no convincing there are some practical uh, exercises that I have been doing and I can share them Uh, one of them is you really visualize yourself you lay down you relax completely so you do like a relaxation technique where you either breathe deep or you feel like you are laying in the cloud and it's so soft and you're so like extremely relaxed and you relax every single muscle. There are a bunch of them on YouTube, right? Where you just put relaxation technique. You relax your body completely. And that's for you to really not focus on the matter, right? Because we're, we're not in the matter. We're not changing mm-hmm. matter with matter, okay? Okay we're, changing the energy first and the energy changes the matter. So, and then you visualize who you want to be the person mm. you want to, to become. become. Yeah. yeah. And if it's like a certain aspect of you, let's say health, right? You visualize how healthy you are. How does it feel to be that healthy? How does it, uh, what, what am I thinking when I'm healthy? What am I doing? Like Play out a whole day of you being healthy. What choices are you making? And you just play that scenario in your mind. What you're basically doing, you're introducing the new story to your subconscious mind, right? Mm -hmm. Which is your self-image. And your subconscious mind does not know the difference between uh, like imagination and between the reality, the real stuff that you are observing. There's no difference. It just takes it all in. But it keeps the things that you repeat more often. So if you've been repeating yourself very, very many times that you're getting old and you're fat and you, have to, you, you hate to work out, this is what your subconscious knows, right? This is the, the foundation. But then you start to change the story on the subconscious level. That's why it's so important to relax so you, the story goes deep into your subconscious and that stays on the conscious level. And you basically introduce it to a different story about yourself. The feelings are the are basically are. this is what the subconscious is going by, by the feelings, right? So you introduce the story. You feel it maybe later for like 30 minutes every single day, okay? Because the more often you do it, the more it, it sticks. It stays there in your subconscious. And that's how you rewrite your belief. Now, there are many different ways, but for me, this one worked so far the best. It's the mm. easiest, it's the most relaxing, and it's very, very pleasant. Like, I sure do enjoy visualizing myself living in a, like, $10 million mansion, doing the things I love, having the business of my dreams, and things like that. Um, there are multiple other things and how to rewrite your beliefs, and I think we talked about it in the belief um we had a limiting belief podcast episode, mm, right? Mm. I don't remember, was it number four, number five or number six? <laughs> um, but those are the tools. But basically, don't try to change anything with your actions. Go back to your self-image. How do you analyze, be aware on how do you see yourself? What do you believe about yourself? Question them. Like, is this really true? Like, do, do am, am I really like, not able, not not capable of being successful? Is this really true? Why is this Mm. true? And why is it not true? Like really sit down with yourself and, you know, shed some light on those areas. And then write down the description of the self image that you want to have, that maybe is uh, the reflection of the life that you want to have. And visualize, 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 see it, feel it, embody it, like, feel it with every single cell of your body. That's how it becomes a part of you. That's how you change the programming. Mm. So, yeah, that's the basics <laughs> of self-image. Yeah.
0: I would, I would like to share my thoughts um, mm-hmm. based on what you just shared. Um, I think, first of all, what um, I also um, noticed is to don't, you know, like, uh, don't do any actions. Like... Um, mm-hmm first of all be aware and um, reflect on your self-image i think that's Mm -hmm. a really important thing and i think so what i um i was just reflecting on uh, my past experiences and i would say like a couple years ago i used to have such a negative self-talk to myself Mm. and that's actually also a part of the my self-image what was subconsciously there Um, And I think one of the things that I would uh, recommend, um, listen to yourself talk. So how do you talk to yourself Mm -hmm. and just uh, catch yourself um, on on this self-talk? And uh, what I also noticed uh, from your um, um, sharings is basically also you know probably you don't need to work on something what's already working for you it's positive it's more mm-hmm. something where you have to readjust or um recreate i would say yeah and that's what i would say um i would think um you know like ask yourself regarding self-talk uh, would you say that do you? best friend like you talk right now to you because usually you mm-hmm. know like if you have really really close friends and the friends like oh my god i'm i'm not good good enough and uh i'm stupid and i can do it or whatever so you would basically um Probably say to your friend, complete, uh, complete the opposite because your friend is just um, stuck in this um, negative self-talk right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or it's sharing their, you know, like the voice and the head. And I think, I just remember one of the exercises what I've done as well. So just to um, start viewing yourself more positive is to write down things that you love about yourself. So, for example, mm-hmm. I don't know, start, write five to think that ten things um, that you love about yourself, then uh, five to think, uh, ten things, um, your skills, so, like, you, what you can do already, um, five to ten um, achievements, who are probably um, five people who have helped you. So, because probably, you know, like if you would be not that great person, no one would, um, you know, like, uh, support you so Mm -hmm. just one thing or even try down um, write down things um that you appreciate about your life so
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: you know like you can basically start also like really really simple things like uh, probably you have two arms two uh, legs two eyes two ears Mm -hmm. and um i think because If you're not aware about something, you cannot start recreating and working on it. And I really loved um, this exercise, what you shared um, about um, uh, relaxing uh, and imagining yourself, how you want to be. And I do also sometimes this exercise, or that's how I, um, I explain to my kids. I say, you know, like there are two versions of your future self. So, version I, uh, version I, one is that why um, what you want became become, mm-hmm. and on version two is basically what um, lead, so your habits, your actions are leading, leading to this um, second version, and mm-hmm. that's your choice. How huh? you know, like like, see, there's future uh, number one, uh, future self number one, and you can step by step go to this um, version by um m- making smart choices but if you don't have this visualiz- visualization of this future self you cannot take these actions
1: yeah how do you know what's the smart choice right, right.
0: How, how
1: do you know what what's the action you need to take in order to get you there how do you know how does that person think and feel you can't do that if you first embody that and feel like that person and then you will know like deep down from your core, what is the re- next uh, right choice for you. I actually believe that there are infinite uh, potential for potentials for us. Like there are infinite versions of us that all simultaneously exist. Like there's a version of me who never moved to USA. There's a version of me who moved to USA and has been working in healthcare and building the career. Uh, there's a version of me who is doing what I'm doing right now. There's a version of me who has decided to change what I'm doing right now and is doing something else, right? All of those versions, there are infinite amount of them. But every single choice that we make is leading us towards a certain version of ourselves that is aligned with the energy of that version of ourselves. So that's why it's so important to like pick one. You you know how there's a a sky full of stars? So all of those stars are the potential versions of you, right? Just pick one, Mm -hmm. the one that you want, align to it, uh, feel into it, understand what is that version of me thinking, doing, breathing, sleeping, eating, and match that. Match that Mm -hmm. in your energy first so that the actions will be inspired. You don't have to force yourself. Because I mean, I'm that version that this is what I do. Like, that's natural to me. It's not something that I see separate from me. It is natural to me. It comes naturally to me. I don't even think twice before I go and make that salad because that is just me. That's, but it, it's not, it's a part of me, right? That's, that's what change of self image is and the embodiment is. Mm. and um there's actually you've mentioned so many great things like what do you love about yourself what do you appreciate about yourself all of your wins those things need need to be uh written down because we have been conditioned to only see the bad right Mm. but we don't pay Mm. attention to to the good but there's always good and bad equal amount right it's the the, it's the law of duality as much there is Good things that you've done, there are just as many things that that are bad, quote unquote, right? Everything is neutral. It's just the meaning that we give to it. But we have been conditioned because our parents have been telling us anytime we fuck up, yeah, or school, they will like point that out. But nobody Mm. would point out that you went to the bathroom and you like, you pooped, you did a good job, right? You washed your hands. Nobody really points that out because that's, it's like common sense. You're supposed to do that. No. But why do you point out when I make a mistake? Mm. It's also common sense because I'm experiencing, I'm trying, I'm learning, right? It's also common sense. So focusing on the good, it's something that we all, I think, need to learn right now. And one of the wonderful um, exercises, and I've done quite a few of them from that book also, where to you also relax, you lay down for 30 minutes, and then you remember a moment in your life where you felt like, oh my gosh, I, I feel so amazing. I have made it. Like maybe when you learn to ride a bike, right? Can you, can you remember that feeling, how awesome you've been feeling? Or you, you've done something amazing and you were so, so proud of you. So get back into that feeling because that feeling is going to change your self-image and it's going to be a part of who you are. So you will attract more experiences where you will feel proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. So that, that's also a very, good. very good exercise. Yeah, just finding that memory that you were extremely happy and proud and felt successful, let's say, if you want to change your image to to be successful.
0: Yeah, and I was um, just right now thinking about uh, how important it is actually to give the kids also the idea how to um, develop this positive self-image because I, mm-hmm. I strongly believe that a negative self-image and you can name it probably in a different uh, terms um, can be so damaging to um, to a person mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah oh yeah definitely it is um, it is very limiting it is very damaging it affects our state of being and we suffer uh, for many many years Uh, because of something that we basically created in our head in our mind right so that that's why it is I think it's crucial to really reassess like what do you believe about yourself and it also to understand that it is changeable you can change that nothing is permanent you were not born like this you were born free you were born unlimited you were born however you want to be, right? You you have a freedom of choice. So you don't have to stick with something that you don't like about yourself. You have the ability to change that. Nothing is set in stone. And maybe when people believe in that, that it is possible to change the self-image and um, they, they will do it, right? A lot of people probably just don't believe and they're like, that, that's who I am. That's how I am. No, that's bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. You can be anything you want to be yeah you know but i just have one insight uh, right now because i started also moving or talking about how to um implement it in a parent uh, parenting style mm-hmm. and i don't know if i share it with you um i started to uh, encourage kids differently than i did before so usually i said you know i'm so proud of you and um or say uh you um you i think you you're so smart or um mm-hmm. you're like um, label what we usually do as parents such a great mm-hmm. job or stuff like that and um i i would so i <laughs> would life i would say that was my uh, idea um so i was just um uh, reading it and i thought that's actually so great uh, great um that you don't um say to your children you know like um i am so proud of you because that's how you train your kids to um look for for your judgment Mm. you know so instead i i say things like um so for example i trust your judgment or um that's very creative Mm. or um, um I, I appreciate what um, you have done or it was a, such a great help for me you know like i don't i try to train them to um have this to develop this feeling from them in from inside them mm. not yep. based on what um i think it's right mm. so good uh, that they go to this um, state where they um, um they build this for themselves, I don't build it, mm-hmm. so and they are also not depending on um, someone's opinions, because I think a lot of uh, damages is also done because um children trying to impress um parents, even if yep. it's um, uh, if it's uh, not consciously. Uh, happens not consciously Mm -hmm. but we are like craving of this approval from the parents and i think that's also how you can avoid this if you um encourage them but not um based on your judgment or uh, opinion so you basically Mm -hmm. more describe it and give them the feeling okay um that's great what you're doing or um sometimes i just say I love being with you that's such a uh, great time with you
1: Mm, yeah this is so good um and you you're so right about people and children actually the adults train children to crave that external validation by labeling them right i'm so proud of you you did such a good job you're so smart we don't even know that obviously we're doing this with good intentions but um not very aware what it actually does what it does is Mm. that we train them for external validation they Mm. we don't teach them to feel good about themselves we teach them that uh, to like how they understand if they've done a good job if somebody else tells them right Mm. which which is terrible (laughs) like why would i need somebody else to tell me how i'm doing it's it's up to me right and I love the tips that you've shared. What do you tell to your children? Um, I actually started to change, like, you, you know, there's a, a common phrase, which I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. So I changed that to, do you feel proud of yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? How do you Are feel you about it? Are proud of yourself? Or I would say, oh my gosh, you should really, really feel proud of yourself right now. Mm, or yeah. uh, also I use this um, phrase, like like what you say, like I enjoy spending time with you, you know, so I'm so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. I, I also <laughs> sometimes, okay, because I got this concept of self-image and I also understand how it's built right now. So basically I'm helping my children to build their own self-image. Like I would, <laughs> I would say, you're such a miracle. One time I said it in Russian and Max was like, oh, thank you. And then he's like, what is it? <laughs> because he didn't know the, the word miracle in Russian. He's like, what does it mean? So do you see how they like absorb everything without even knowing what it means? Gosh, mm-hmm. we, we really need to be very, very conscious and aware of what we are telling our kids. Or I would say like, thank you so much for choosing me, to, uh, for, choosing me for being your parent. They mm-hmm. feel amazing. Their self-image is like bloom when I say things like that. Obviously I have not been saying that the whole life, right? And I have been saying things like, I'm proud of you, and oh my God, what did you do? Uh, but okay, we, we are growing, we are changing, and you know, at, at least starting now, we're still making a difference in their lives, right? And how they see themselves. Yeah. But... And I
0: think yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's um, adjustments on a really high level, <laughs> I would say. You know, like I know. Some families, we are um, so the parents still saying to children like you're horrible, you are not a, you are mm-hmm. not good in math or um, he's our little mess or she's a little mess and stuff like that. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure those parents love uh, their their children and uh, don't have like a bad intention by mm-hmm. saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if your parent, a mom, just be really aware of what you're saying to your children. So, how, what kind of levels are you giving to your child, uh, like yep. really from the from from the beginning, or mm-hmm. you know, like some things where you would not think that's really hurting, like, oh, you're not a morning person, or you know, like you're such a stinky oh, little whatever, you know, stinky boy yeah who the fuck
1: came up with this like why is the boy <laughs> supposed to be stinky that's ridiculous
0: so um yeah and i think that's basically um how the the self-image um is building or develop, mm-hmm. developing as so how we develop this as well but we just probably forgot some of this um you are such and such uh you know like um type of person where we took this identity uh, probably without uh, even have the proof for it, basically. Yeah. Or it was probably just uh, a view from your teacher, for your, from your parent, but doesn't have mm-hmm. necessarily to be the truth. Yep, that's
1: why it's important to raise uh, independent thinkers, right? So yeah. the kids can think for themselves and like get rid of that external validation. Okay, you, you said something. I'm, I'm going to say something, and then we will wrap this up. So you said about someone being bad in math. And this was the example that um, this author in this book described about a boy who has been told by the teacher, you're just bad in math. And he would obviously, he was bad in math. That's what he would believe about himself. So obviously, he, he would be bad in math. Then one day, I think his father told me, like, he, he told his father, you know what? I'm just bad in math. I can't do it. And his father was like, what? I, my whole life, I, I saw you that you're amazing in math. Oh my gosh, you've been so much better than me in school. Like, why do you, who told you you're mm. bad in math? You're amazing. And he showed him a couple of examples. Like, look, you, you've, you've done this problem, right? You, you calculated everything correctly from your first try. Like I was never, ever able to do that. And that clicked with a boy, so he came back to school, and he was like, you know what? I'm actually good in math. And guess what? He started to get straight A's in math. Hmm. The shift in his subconscious programming, in his self-image. And the other thing he also mentioned, and this is such a wonderful quote uh, that is very deep, but we should all, always remember it. You will never outperform your self-image. Okay, mm. You will never be better than you see yourself. You will never be worse than you see yourself. You will always come back to that level where your self-image is. Mm. So you want to go to the next level? You know where it all starts. Oh you work God. on that and you naturally change the level of where you are. Okay, So you will never outperform it. Your, se- mm. your, your life is the reflection of your self-image so yeah. that's where it is
0: and that's so on point and, and I think I would just underline uh, um, this mm-hmm. uh, statement and live with that because that's exactly on point uh, and um, that's how you can improve your self-image and your life
1: yep exactly there are different tools and of course, if this is something that you ladies are interested in knowing more about and getting more practical about it and actually implementing in your daily lives, connect with us on Instagram, send us messages, questions, and we will be more than happy to guide you through it and help you out because it is a process and we, we've been doing it. I just know that it's so much easier to do it when somebody is guiding you, mm-hmm. like so much easier. You're going to save so much time, money, energy, and like well-being yeah (laughs) if you just ask for help and guidance Mm. so that that's it or of course you can send us messages i believe direct messages here um after listening to this podcast and as always it has been a pleasure speaking with you lena and recording this wonderful life-changing episode
0: Yeah, I love that too. I love our documentary. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So yeah, happy self-image to to you, to me. Let's image ourselves uh, like the best version we can possibly imagine right now, right? And, you know, work on it if there's something that we don't like. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. Love you. Bye.
1: Me too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to this episode. It means a lot to us. And just so you know, it was recorded with fun, joy, and pleasure. And we love you, we support you, and we really hope this is going to empower you. Please find us on Instagram at The Woman Unfiltered. Connect with us, share your feedback, share your takeaways, or maybe ask some questions or topics that you would like us to discuss. Have a wonderful, fantastic day. Love you.